That is the most energy I plan on giving you all episode long. We are in dire times. This is very weird. Welcome to episode 89.5. Updates with Brandon Newsman. Check out episode 89. Kobe's not coming back, but there's still LeBron. Obviously, with the weird week we had set up and talked about when we started the episode, Ty Lue was supposed to be the head coach. Things have changed. We'll get into that. But right off the top, we got to talk about last night. Kevin Durant's injury in the third. If you guys weren't watching, OKC, OKC. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Flashback. Yeah, exactly. The Warriors were playing the Rockets in Golden State. It was kind of back and forth all game long. Kevin Durant had 22 points before setting up jump shot over Iman Shumpert, walked away, and looked like he grabbed something real quick. Now, this is the point in time where everyone is an expert and everyone has a medical doctor and everyone who has ever twisted or rolled an ankle has an opinion about Kevin Durant and what happened. I don't know what happened. A lot of people who I trust, who I watch talk about sports said it looked like a torn meniscus. I don't know what that is. I have a slight tear behind my meniscus. I have a little limp because of it, but I've never seen anything like that. It was much less than what we saw from Boogie that clearly got him out of the playoffs. So we're now operating with the Warriors as if Kevin Durant is no longer going to play for them. And we got a chance to see in the back half in the last eight minutes of that game what the Warriors can do when Kevin Durant is not there. In the last 27 games, for games that Kevin Durant has not played and Steph Curry has played, the Warriors are 26-1. and We already know that the Warriors are a strong team without Kevin Durant anyways, but they did just lose the best player in basketball currently right now possibly for a long time, hopefully not that long. They're saying it's just a right calf strain. Uh, Twitter was going nuts. It seems like it possibly could be something that's trying to be a smoke screen, if you will. Basically, I think they're trying to buy some time to figure out what's really wrong with them and what they really, how they want to control the narrative because this is big for everyone. Obviously, the Warriors have already shown weaknesses. At the end of the day, the Denver Nuggets and the, or the Portland Trailblazers are going to be in the Western Conference Finals, and I have faith in the Warriors with Kevin Looney, Iguodala, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green alone to take care of either the Trailblazers or the Denver Nuggets in the next round for the Western Conference Finals. But I've said that the Warriors possibly won't win another championship this year because of the dysfunction and things falling apart. It looks like you possibly could get Boogie Cousins back. But at this point in time, this is a broken team. But let's be honest, ever since LeBron James is out of the playoff, this has been a broken in the NBA season. And I don't want to go too much into this, but Kevin Durant's free agency looming as well takes a hit. I don't necessarily feel as excited to find out where KD is going when he can barely walk. Watching KD win another Finals MVP with the Warriors and winning the finals, going into free agency, that moves feels much bigger, much better, more of a storyline. Injury monsters suck so bad. They can change the season. They change everything. Look at Kawhi Leonard when he got out, when Zaza found his foot under him. Just like that, Kevin Durant is out of at least game six, played on Friday between Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. Some people are saying the Houston Rockets still have a chance to beat the Warriors, possibly, but I I really don't see it. James Harden took four shots in the fourth quarter in game five. I just, the fatigue is setting in with the Rockets. This happens every year. Something is to be said with the fact that 
going into the playoffs, we all in the media are still talking about LeBron James, the Lakers, and pending free agency, pending head coaching moves. And now, at the beginning of this week, when we saw Ty Lue look to be set to be the head coach of the Lakers moving forward to help LeBron James win his another championship in the West this time, Woj dropped a bomb saying that talks with Ty Lue and the Lakers have come to an impasse and have stopped completely. Jeannie Buss is obviously in the middle of all this. Joy talked about it with Colin on the herd. Joy, what's going on? Kurt and his wife, Linda Rambis, are the two most powerful voices uh, in the Lakers. It's appearing. They basically prevented the Lakers from hiring Ty Lue as the, na- the, the next Lakers head coach. The report from our own Nick Wright. It's become apparent that the Bus family and Rob Palenka signed off on hiring Lou last week, but the Rambuses were against the hire and convinced the Lakers to hold off. There were a lot of reports circulating yesterday about what exactly the, the stickling point was for this contract not working. There was reports that they wanted to have Jason Kidd as an assistant coach. The years matched up basically, which is what Nick said, with LeBron being with the Lakers, so the three years, 18 million, which is unprecedented for a head coach, especially a championship-level head coach. So Ty Lue was smart to stay away from this. Ty Lue, there's kind of a feeling like Ty Lue doesn't have any other options. He does. He, yeah. he's, he won a championship well, he's a player and, and, and went a, to finals. He's and, a former player. He He's not in a desperate situation at all. Guy, he's, he's got money. He's got a ring. He's, he's fine. He's got plenty of money. He's got a ring. He's, he's chilling. He wants to coach again, I'm sure. But if this is not the right situation, he's already been a head coach. He knows what he needs to put around him to be successful. Well, and why would you want... Jason, even if you were willing to bend on the Jason Kidd situation, if you had a longer deal, why are you telling the head coach who his staff should be? What do you know about putting together a staff? The reason this didn't work also is because Ty's got money and a title. He said, give me five years. And the Lakers said three. And Ty, Ty, by the way, walked away from this. Yes, as he should have. He had the leverage. He's like, I don't need the job. I got 20 million in the bank. I got a title. He walked away from them. So once you have leverage in life and you have options, you don't have to sign contracts that you don't feel benefit you long term. There's no, there's no coach that should sign that contract. It's it, that's a rookie coach contract. That is not an, it's not an appropriate contract. It's not even reasonable. Y'all, Genie Bus tried to sun Genie Bus and Rob Palenka tried to sun Ty Lue. And this is very, very important, guys. We got to learn about self-worth, who you are, businesses, and and the money that you make for certain businesses and what you do for them. So here's what I'm saying. They try to offer Ty Lue a contract to be the Lakers' next head coach for the duration of LeBron James's contract. Three years left. That last year is even an option. It's completely disrespectful for a coach who has won a championship to give them the shortest leash, which just is here, make LeBron happy, try to get us a championship with LeBron because you've done it before, without even letting him hire his own coaching staff. Kurt Rambis, Linda Rambis, who are y'all? What are y'all doing? What is going on? The fact that we are going into a lottery system next Tuesday where the ping pong bounces and we recognize where the Lakers pick in the upcoming draft, and we're the farthest place from having a head coach at this point in time. There's so many levels to this thing. So everyone is so upset about this that Lakers fans actually are scheduling a protest today, Friday, at the Staples Center. Roughly 80 to 60 people expected to be there to voice their frustrations with the man. (laughs) 
or woman. the woman, Jeannie Buss, and ask, what are we doing? And why and how and why is Rob Plinka still in charge? Listen, all of this falls squarely on Jeannie Buss's shoulders. She is an example of when nepotism goes wrong. I am not speaking poorly against nepotism. It is a part of business. It is a part of culture. It is a part of America as as a whole. People have family businesses. The Lakers have been ran like a family business when Jim Buss was at the helm and he was running things because he was a basketball mind. Jeannie ran things on the business side of things and wanted, desired at some point in time to affect the basketball that she saw on the court. She is not a basketball mind to do so, clearly not. Having her brother step down for basketball operations and taking over completely and then putting Magic Johnson, a friend of hers, in a position to run the Lakers after she put Rob Palenka, a friend of her friend, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant's former agent, in the position to run the Lakers. And now the Lakers are the worst-run mom-and-pop organization in the NBA. Businesses are running NBA teams at this point in time. The Clippers are run by a business owner. These businesses are successful because they cast the right people and put the right people in the right position to do their job so that there is success on a team level, overall arching success. Jeannie Buss has proven to be incompetent at this point in time when it comes to making decisions and deals with the Lakers. The Lakers have always had NBA superstars because it is in Los Angeles. That is the end of that story. Winning cures all. Losing exploits all. The Lakers have been exploited with LeBron James's injury, and now it is time to drain the swamp. At this point in time, the president of the Los Angeles Lakers is this woman, Jeannie Buss. There are reports out there that the people close to Jeannie Buss are telling her to trade LeBron James. That's the best move for her to make. There is no move for her to make because I'm not sure she knows where she's going if that makes sense, or where the Lakers franchise is going. The growing frustration with the Los Angeles Lakers and the way it's been run by Jeannie Buss is becoming insurmountable. It's a real thing. The NBA is suffering because of it. Now, with injuries, with Kevin Durant and the Warriors, I'm not sure where the intrigue will be. There's a chance that there is a finals matchup between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Denver Nuggets, and no one will watch the finals. No one will watch the playoffs. No one will watch those matchups. The amount of people that are, have to watch it to report on it versus the, the amount of people that want to watch it to see great basketball and these storylines be played out and these characters in this reality TV show that is the NBA played out. Listen, the NBA is going to see very strongly the difference of having LeBron James out of the finals this year. And we're seeing good basketball. I'm not complaining about that. But big brands need to succeed within the entity that is the NBA, that is the NFL, that is college football, that is college basketball for the monster to run. People want to tune in and see the Lakers as much as they want to tune in to see LeBron James. It is a staple of the NBA. All of these players that are getting drafted currently watch the NBA with LeBron James running it. And I'm sorry, he's still the best player out until he proves otherwise. And he has to do more than get injured and rush himself back and still not play well. And all the mess that's going on with the Lakers – 
I'm not putting that on LeBron James now. Now that we have seen the true face of the Los Angeles Lakers and the dysfunction in that building, I cannot put Los Angeles Lakers last season with LeBron James and how poorly it went all on LeBron James' shoulder, and I won't. There is a big problem from the top down, and it's trickling, and it's messy, and it's dirty, and there needs to be a change. We need to get Jeannie Buss on the shop. Get Jeannie Buss and Rob Plinka on the shop. Talk it out. You know what I mean? That's when keeping it real goes wrong. That'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a red table talk. Jada. I am King Comments. All right, guys. We are in the comments for episode 89. Kobe's not coming back, but there's still LeBron. Go check it out on your streaming services. Download it on iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Spotify. Spotify. YouTube. Is that it? We out here and we everywhere. Check us out. Subscribe. We need you to subscribe. Guys, I was going to put in some news about Dak Prescott, about the steal from the Cowboys to make it so they can't pay anybody else, but I kind of just did. Shouts out to the Cowboys. We watching y'all. Dak, take a hometown discount, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to pass it to somebody. You got to block. For, you got to have somebody block. Don't take all the money. Don't take all the money. Don't take Russell with some money. You know you're not Russell. You're going to be Russell eventually, but also players got to get their money. You know what I mean? Shouts out. Okay, let's start getting into the comments. T. Rig. David. Trig. That mic stand noise. I know. We're working on it. I'm sorry. Technoc. Villa. That's not how you say his name. Tenoch Villa. Newman says, nobody cares about this Nuggets versus Blazer series. Are you crazy? This series is entertaining AF. Not only do you dress like a clown today, but evidently you got jokes like one, two, big fan. Smiley face. Hmm. That took a turn. You know what I mean? Thought it was going to be some slander. and um, All love. Yeah, big fan. Okay. Damian Little is overrated. Jokic is the real deal. Shouts out. I believe you. Give Heller a segment. I can't believe I said that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Heller, shouts out. He's in Alabama. Uh, squad, squad. Um, Jay Quizzle said, I'm still thinking Mark Jackson as a coach for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, that. I told y'all on this update that Mark Jackson is the answer, but Lakers don't love God. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. Brandon, we get it. You hate Kobe and love LeBron. This horse being beat to death already, but it's your podcast, so say what you want. But my point is we get it. Listen, Mike K, I get it. Okay? I get it. You don't get it because I do respect Kobe, and I don't hate Kobe. It's just in the landscape of basketball greatness and achievement and touching the society and being an inspiration for young black people in America. LeBron's the GOAT. He ain't touching. Nobody, nobody, nobody's touching him. Magic used to be the GOAT, and now he's a meme. JP says, I'm always going to download the show on Spotify so I can listen at work. I enjoy more on YouTube. Hey, we out here. We out here for you. We out here for you. Yes, 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 yes. LeBron not in the playoffs. Kyrie's not in the Kyrie is. What am I missing here? A lot. Wendy's barbecue sauce is the fast food god. Brandon preaching facts. Hey, I told y'all, go out there on sleep, man. I might have to get some Wendy's tonight. I'm trying to, to try to slim down, you know what I'm saying? But I might have to give me some Wendy's treat tonight. Treat yourself. Just for, the, just for the sauce. Yeah, treat yourself. It's tough times right now. The Lakers is, matter of fact, you just reminded me. It's tough. This is, whole thing's been rough. Guys, this is a weird season. The Lakers, LeBron, Kevin Durant, the playoffs. Michelle looked at the schedule one day. She said, the games just keep coming. I was like, I know. We in here. We watching. I love y'all guys. Like, keep pushing. May First week of May was rough. There's sunshine ahead. Get your summer bodies right. Just start working on you. 
You know what I mean? Instead of working on all these games, start working on you. Spend some me time. You know what? You're priority number one. You're worth it. You're welcome. We love y'all. We out.